Hey guys, welcome to episode four of We Are Bushly. We're starting on the AFC North. We took a week off for the long weekend. We uh, Everybody's got plans and we're Bush League, so you guys get us when you get us. Um, we're going to start with Cleveland. Nope, we're going to start with Ooh, the Bang Bangs. He's switching it to the Bang Bangs. All right, guys, I'll, I'll let Evan take it from here with the Bengals, and I'm sure I'll argue over top of them a few times. Beautiful. Please do interrupt all you want. So... The Cincinnati Bengals uh, beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship just two years ago. Went to the Super Bowl. Who did they lose to? The LA Rams. They lost 23-20, to I believe it was. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, Just fell short, I guess, to the defensive fucking juggernaut the Rams had two years Mm ago. Uh, Aaron Donald and Von Miller both had crazy sacks in that game. In the third quarter, I think they both had two two sacks against mm-hmm. Burrow, really stopping them short from scoring uh, in the red zone. Uh, they end up kicking a field goal, scoring three points. But that stop pretty much was the result of that game. Mm-hmm. Had they scored a touchdown, they would have won the game, I think. Uh, things would have been different, yeah. It would have been a different game, We're of recapping... Course. Two years ago. It doesn't matter. It's two years ago. We're <laughs> leading up into the Cincinnati Bang Bang fucking show here. But in that game, T. Higgins had 100 yards with two touchdowns. One Talking being... about the Super Bowl still? Shut up, man. <laughs> One of those being passed by Joe Mixon, which is actually a pretty cool play, if any of us or you guys remember that uh, two years ago. But Joe Burrow had 300 yards roughly and one touchdown, but zero uh, interceptions. He looked good in that game, considering how good that defense was. You know, like both sides of the field, the defense was yeah, actually very and good. He right, got beat up so bad that year, dude. At the end of that game, he got just annihilated. By I the think Rams. they're really working on trying to fix that problem because Joe Burrow is their future, and absolutely, if you can't keep him healthy and you're going to beat him up, he's not going to want to re re up and stay there forever if you're not going to protect him. They, yeah. They're going to protect them, of course. Their offensive line is looking really good. Uh, last year, again, facing the Chiefs again in the AFC Championship for the yep. second year in a row. Uh, they literally lost this game in the last second to a field goal. So mm. this game was really undecided leading up to the it very last second. It was a great seconds. game. I Absolutely. love the the rivalry we're seeing brewing. Like Those young three quarterbacks... All run up against each other, Allen, Burrow, it's and Mahomes. so fucking crazy to see that the, the ah, three best great. quarterbacks are in the same conference, right? Yeah, it's uh, great. It's speaking great. about that, uh, Bengals crushed Buffalo in the divisional yes. round. Crushed yes, them. Yes, they mopped the floor with them. Absolutely. But on Buff- a little bit of Buffalo's defense, they their defense just took a beating with injuries all year long. And I think... People are going to sleep on that. Like, I know we'll talk about Buffalo in a while, but people are going to sleep on how good Buffalo's defense is. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really good. But last year, Von Miller goes down. And I don't know all their players off by name, but the the only guys that they still had healthy was, like, some of their their key ones. But all their role players suffered, like, season-long injuries. And it was, like, one after another after another. And I was just like, wow, is is... Allen going to be able to carry this with offense alone. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, they went offense, offense, offense in the draft. I'm like, yeah, but 
Their defense is good, and now they're, they're all going to be healthy. It and is Von arguably Miller, one of the best. I hear Von yeah. Miller won't be back till week six. Yeah. That's his goal date. But yeah, I'll let you continue on. on the, sorry, I went off on a little tangent there. Burrow, you're right. With additions to this already good offensive line, Burrow will find a lot more time to spend in the pocket and do what he does best, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Mixon, if not in jail or injured, <laughs> yeah, that guy's will likely shit. be a top 10 RB this season. Who knows? I think he might be. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, they added left guard Cody Ford from the Cardinals, who isn't a like a crazy starter, but he's definitely going to be solid. He's going to be battling for that right side, uh, right tackle uh, against Jonah Williams. He might earn it. Who knows? That offensive line is actually pretty good as it is, but they also added Super Bowl champ Orlando Brown. Yes. Left tackle, six foot eight, three hundred forty pounds. Orlando never missed a single Brown game. Junior, his, yeah. his father was uh, is a Hall of Famer for Baltimore, and uh, he played played with Kansas City, right? Leonard Brown. Yeah, yeah. And then they traded him for first. Uh, oh no, no, he, he played got... for Baltimore. Then oh, went that's to right. that's right. Yeah. I was getting confused there. Yeah. So he played for Baltimore, he's then a, went to Kansas City. He's a solid left tackle. It didn't pan out very good for them last year, but he was still good. Like he was, he was it, solid. It's an offensive tackle. Like what do you expect, they, right? Like they he's think, good. But Orlando Brown had that build up around him that he was going to be the next, yeah, you know, top five yeah. left tackle in the NFL. Well, that didn't work out, and you know, some KC fans will squeal about him, yeah, and how he put some danger on on their pride and joy. But uh, I think he's a he's a solid left tackle. You're never gonna go like he's never gonna be a superstar. I don't think you never know. But he's good. Yeah, he's so definitely he, an upgrade. Yeah, so he's gonna be uh, defending that left side of the the offensive line. Uh, again, like I said, Burrow is gonna shine because of that, and of course, Joe Mixon will likely shine as well. So besides adding. Uh, Brown, they also lost a lot in their secondary. They lost Jesse Bates oh. and Trey Flowers to Atlanta. So Both uh, of them went to Atlanta? Yeah, so safety oh. and quarterback, uh, sorry, cornerback to Corner, Atlanta. Yeah. And they also lost uh, Von Bell to Ooh. Carolina. And Eli Apple, who I the think sucks asshole, is a free agent <laughs> and likely will never be signed or even offered to the team again. He might... He- Maybe mid-season, a team will pick him up again as like, you know, like last year, there was a few teams that just, you know, when they, you, if, if you're making a playoff run and you lose corner after corner, mm-hmm. he's better than a guy off the street that's sitting on the couch. Sure. He was a first round draft pick, I think with the Giants. The Giants, yeah. Uh, and you like know, his four or five years ago. Fun fact about him. He wasn't, his last name is something like. Apolovsky. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I don't like that name. I'm going to go Apple. And then he was drafted by New York Giants, the Ooh, big wow. Apple. Fun fact, and- eh? <laughs> uh, round one of the draft saw the Bang Bangs picking big boy Miles Murphy. I, I think Love in our him. first po- uh, podcast, I said that this might be the biggest steal of yep. the draft because it was so late in the draft oh. and they got such a good player, right? I, I saw... Like so many mock drafts yeah. with Miles Murphy even going in the top ten. Yeah. So obviously with the big burst off the line, he's huge. He's big. He's got tons of intensity. Has a great upper body strength and technique. Mm-hmm. The guy is a great player for the the Bengals defense for sure. 
Uh, second round, saw them picking up, of course, a cornerback, DJ Turner. His mm-hmm. dad, guess what his dad's name is? Drago. That's Drago! A, <laughs> that's a fucking sweet-ass name. But DJ Turner... You know where that's from, right? Rocky Four. Uh, that's the Russian. Drago. Yeah. What's his full name? That's what Stallone does. He, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. climbs to the top of the mountain goes, Drago! <laughs> what's his full name? Ivan Drago? Ivan Drago. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's it. right, right. So DJ Turner, uh, dad's name is Drago. Seriously, is again. super fucking fast. He was the position best with uh, 426 in the 40. Fucking crushes it. He's got hella speed. Great recovery. Uh, he's definitely going to be, um, you know, starting on that on that defense. Uh, round two, again, they pick up safety Jordan Battle. So they, yeah. they're covering all the the losses well, that they lose. I wouldn't say covering. I think they're patchwork. Okay, yes, of yeah. course. Okay, we're not going to say covering. But, but they're, Jordan they're, tra- they're filling spots. How may, about that? may I have a little interjection yeah, go, go, on go, Jordan go, Battle here? I do, dude. I do like Jordan Battle. Yeah. Uh, 6'1". He, he's listed as a corner, but he's definitely a safety. Yeah. And I think they're going to play him as the free safety. He, he He's Nick Saban's guy. Like, yeah. Saban spoke so high. Saban's the coach of Alabama, in case you don't know. And he's like, he is the coach. Like, mm-hmm. when you speak of college football, there's nobody better than Nick yeah. Saban in the history of football. Yeah. And I'm not just talking recent years. Nick Saban is the college coach. And Alabama is, like, they average, what, like five first-round picks every, every year? year. And every year. And Jordan Battle may be a second-round pick, but he's a solid guy. Mm-hmm. And everything I heard about him for safety, he's, he's, he's for like gonna, he's corner, gonna, yeah. yeah, safety or corner. I think he's going to be kind of like a, um, he's big, two hundred ten pounds, yeah, six one, he's like solid. He's not he's, huge, he's, but he's big, and he can come play off the line. Yeah, safeties these days, like unless you're that that roaming safety, defensive coordinators want you to be able to come. If there's a three wide receiver set, which it's like 70% of the time if it's mm-hmm. a passing team, yep. there's going to be that third wide receiver. They don't always want to put a slot corner. They want a safety to be able to come down and bang in the box. Yeah. Press them in that first five yards and still be able to stay in coverage. And that's what I think Jordan Battle is. I still think what they lost was way, way better, of course. But they're filling spots. They, and that's the yeah. only way you can do it. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to go out and sign big free agents so they can't re-sign exactly. Higgins, yeah, Chase, exactly. draft, Burrow. Draft like, the best option. You have to, to fill those spots. They have to yeah. draft well yeah. because they have to be able to That's sign right. their guys. They're definitely banking on that. Yeah. So along and with this speed Joe of Burrow's blood, contract, when it comes up, oh, is going to yeah. be fucking huge. huge. That's this coming year, I believe. Yes. So along with his speed and athleticism, uh, sorry, I can't say that word, athleticism, uh, Battle has great size as a safety and will be the one guy to battle it out with tight ends on the field for sure. So you got to have a good guy to battle it out with Kelsey when it comes <laughs> down to it. And Dalton Kincaid, the new guy in Buffalo. So they really have to have a guy to counter these monster fucking tight ends. KC's guy. Right? Kelsey. No pun intended. Kincaid. What else? They got Ninjoku in that division. Yeah. They got and Andrews. And, Mark and Andrews. Mark Andrews. So, you, yeah. got so probably you got the best tight ends in the game. And the number so, one drafted yeah. tight end in this draft. So yeah. you, you think about that division and that conference, not just the division, but mm-hmm. the division alone 
has Mark Andrews and Ninjoku, and Ninjoku's like a big wide receiver. And that... Pat Frymuth. And I yeah. think Frymuth. I think <laughs> it sounds I think... like a drink. <laughs> Whatever, let's move on. Uh yeah. round All four, right, they man. pick a wide receiver, Charlie Jones out of Purdue. Uh, he had a lot of yardage last year, th- almost 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns with Purdue. Um, he's definitely fighting for that third spot uh, on the receiver core. This is the next pick. Round five, they picked Chase Brown running back at Illinois. Um, his last year uh, in an, uh, Illinois, he had almost 1,700 yards. Or sorry, I should say 1,600 yards. 328 touches. 10 touchdowns, 240 yards receiving, three touchdowns. The guy is definitely going to be battling it out with Joe Mixon because there's no one else if there. If Joe Mixon's there. True. So I have a, if he's not there, Chase Brown is the guy. So no. everyone that, yes, no, absolutely. I'm yes. telling you, if if they lose Mixon, that'll free up some cap space. Oh, Zeke? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going to lead into. I think 100% because it's not that they're going to expect a ton of everything from Zeke. He's not Zeke of old, but they want He's fucking a, had a thousand a, yards a, yes, last well, year and 12, 13 touchdowns. Name me a better blocking running back. None. There's none. Zeke. Zero in Zeke, the league. Zeke would do anything for yes. Dak. Yeah. He was, and that kind of like point. hindered his career in a little bit, yeah. but he would still, if you put him back there, if Mixon's not there, you pair him up with this guy and, uh, and I think he, you know, you have that inside blitzing linebacker. He's going to come up and blast him. Yeah. And that's what Zeke is still great at. Absolutely. And short yardage. So that's speculation, thinking that maybe Zeke might be there if... We've been pretty uh, good at it, mixing, speculation so that's far true. in our draft, well, in our uh, podcast here. What's the speculation? What's the well, best one that we Hop- thought of? Hopkins got released. As of today. Today. And we called that, right? We called that during the draft. So let's be speculative again. And where is he going to go? I think... If I had to pick a team right now, I'd say one of two. I'll pick one, and I won't take the easy. I'll I'll, I'll leave the layout for you. <laughs> I'm going to say the Jets. I think that's option two. I, I actually really like that. I think he'd be I, I a, really do. Oh, I love three teams. Ev, I, yeah. All right, I'm going to take all of them. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, KC is just the home run that's pick the that home everybody's run right just like wetting themselves right over. Yeah. But I think the sneaky pick, guys, and you're going to hear it here first, I think Cleveland Browns. He's going to go back with his homeboy, and they can they can grab they got some. got a really, really good team. They can the grab some there, masseuses can, together again, yeah. and he, yeah. he's going to go to Cleveland Browns. I You think about that Cleveland. I wouldn't doubt it. You think about that Cleveland offense, like they are really trying to veer away. We're, we're going to talk about Cleveland later in the episode, yeah, okay. Uh, just Cleveland. Just yeah. remember Cleveland, guys. They are built to win. Yes. If it's surprising. Win. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, so we were talking about Chase Brown running back. Uh, like you said, could be Zeke there. Uh, could be Zeke there if Mixon is down, but I doubt it. I and think there's I th- still some really good running backs. Dalvin Cook's going to get released soon. True. I never even thought of that. You're right. Yeah. In a couple days here, next week. Uh, yeah. Chase, but, but Chase Brown is is in the running for that uh, RB2 there. Uh, they picked up another receiver in round six, a punter in round six as well. And in round seven, another cornerback, DJ Ivy out of Miami. Um, DJ Ivy is the third DJ on this team, and they also have oh, uh, shit. yeah the third DJ on the team, and they have a 
BJ on the team as well. I like those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's go into some other players on the team. Some shit that we get to look forward to. But uh, I'm just going to ask you a question here. Yeah, ask away. Yeah. One of these receivers had 79 yards average uh, two years ago. And the other had 86. 79, yeah. 79 what? 79 yards 79 yards average, average per game per game two years ago. And the other had 86 yards average. Mm-hmm. One had eight games with less than 75 yards receiving. The other had nine games with less than 75 yards mm-hmm. receiving. One played 14 games. The other played 17 games Yeah. of the games with over a hundred plus yards receiving. Those games were 51% of their total yards that year. And the other guy was 60%. Where's the question, Evan? Who, who are these two receivers? Well, it's one's T. Higgins and one's Jamar Chase. Fucking right. It's a good call. And, uh, you know, when Jamar Chase is healthy, T. Higgins' stats go down. Yes, but I agree. The team does better, obviously. And Okay, and, and, so let oh, me go sorry. on the, about, yeah. about this. Okay, so you are right about the two receivers. So in, his rookie, in his rookie year, and, okay, this is me busting everyone else's balls for saying Jamar Chase is who Jamar Chase is because I'm not as hyped on Jamar Chase. And I'm not, if this is my opinion, okay, just wait, just wait. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying, I hope you're not. I'm not, I'm not at all. So in uh, Jamar's rookie year, he had five games with over a hundred yards receiving only five resulting in 60% of his yardage. Well, it wasn't one of the games like for 200 and change. It was almost 300 yards. Okay. So, but that, all right. Okay. On, so he had five games with five, uh, over a hundred yards. He had seven straight games with under 77 yards, one being three yards and two of them being under 32 okay, yards. Okay. Seven straight games, oh, right, dude. Oh, right. Seven straight I games. See what you're, but with, that's, that's okay. rookie wide receivers take time to develop. Okay. And, but, He's now suddenly he's going to get not just single coverage of the best defensive backs true, in the league. True. Now he's starting to face two corners. Yes. Okay. And at a way higher level. So I, he's I come from you. college. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But in that, in that, in that year, obviously he, well, the year before Justin Jefferson was the best rookie uh, receiver we'd ever seen. Jamar Chase actually broke all of those records, and now he's the best rookie receiver. Who would you rather have, F? Justin Jefferson, all fucking day long. Really? Yeah, all day long. I don't like. I don't like. We kind of feel Justin Jefferson plays with Kirk fucking Cousins, not Joe Burrow. You look at Kirk Cousins' stat. Oh yeah, I'm not. I get it. To he's awesome. Who would I rather have? Yes, Joe Burrow. I would take Joe Burrow probably third, fourth. In the league. You know, I'm going to say something controversial. Cousins not fucking I take, eight. if I had a pick of any quarterback to put on my Cowboys, I'd take Joe Burrow. I'd take him over Patty. Yeah. I do. I like him. I I, I mean, I and, like them both. I guess Don't get me that's wrong. controversial, but uh, you know what? No, I can't. Okay. I, I think I just want to because he's so fun and I like his Southern way and he's smoking cigars. and Okay. But Patty's just so good. he's so fucking good so good. um back to me burning jamar chase uh two of his What's games out of those five were worth 32 percent of his total yards just, are you gonna go on for five two fucking games on jamar chase i'm not slamming it. i'm just i'm just saying i'm getting to a point 
of just he's, just he's kind of a boomer bust kind of receiver. he sure fucking is but and the that's thing the whole is, point when he doesn't do well Mixon has a great game. Shagans sure. has a great You're game. You're right. You are it, right. It, it's but he's drawing coverage. Yeah. So he's opening up. If you want to double team Higgins, well, Jamar Chase single coverage all day mm. long is gonna let you for 300 yards. Oh, yeah. yeah. But if you if you double team Jamar Chase, Higgins is gonna do well. Yeah. Um uh Mixon's well And what's the other receiver there? I can't remember. Uh another T. Yeah, it is. Fuck. Tyler Boyd, that's the third wide receiver. Yes, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. solid. Yeah. He is good. He's, he's great. I would three. say he's he's a great number three. He's yeah. not like Seattle depth three, but yeah, no, he's he's still really good. Very good. And I agree. Ev, who's the tight end for the Bengals? Uh, they picked up Irv Smith from Minnesota. That's right. Yeah, he's the over the middle guy. He's not that. Okay, he's a, the thing he's a with good Irv, blocker. The, the thing with Irv Smith is that everyone says that he's going to be good every year, and then he always get fucking hurt. So and he's never. Let's just it. say he doesn't get hurt this year. He should be a top ten tight end. In I top. would never playing with Burrow in that receiver core. He wouldn't touch him. Okay, fine. Let's move on. I dare you to roster him on our team. <laughs> Back to burning <laughs> Jamar Chase last yeah. year. 50% of all of his yardage happened in four games. Four games last year. So he hit he hits big in a third of his games, and the two-thirds of the rest of his games are pretty much unplayable in fantasy football. Get out of here. Justin Jefferson only had 10 games with would... 100 yards and averaged 98 yards, or 97 yards for the season. Had one other game just shy of 100 yards. He outdoes him all day long. Because Kirk Cousins only throws it to Jefferson. Nope. Well, last year. I guess you're kind of right about that for sure. But yeah, it this is have... the cool thing, though. And I will definitely pump Jamar Chase up. He is a touchdown machine. Nine, nine touchdowns last year in 12 games and 13 in his rookie year. He had three in week 17 against the Chiefs Didn't and those... almost 300 fucking yards. Those homeboys He's... of Burrow and Chase... They were one of the most dominant it was teams ever in college. Yeah. They both played on the same team. They were the LSU Tigers. And they won the championship. And Do you... one year Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Burrow Sorry. got drafted. Then the next year, yeah. they drafted his number one wide receiver to bring to him. Okay. And I love it. The th- I love the pairing. This is one thing that I love about football and fans is that fans tend to forget very quickly about players do you go on do you remember how amazing like you were just talking about it how amazing joe burrow was at lsu they say maybe single season wise one of the the greatest greatest college years in the history of football but they also said that about tim tebow they say like tim tebow is one like i love tim do you know how many touchdowns he had do you know do you know how many 60 in a season, sixty touchdowns in his final year at oh, LSU, man. and f- almost six. I'm not going to lie to you. That comment is okay. starting to get so me people hard. forget about this, man. Joe Burrow is next 60? fucking level. Oh, I'm man. getting harder. Yeah, so he is elite, and he gets, get this one. Here's Go another on. another crazy stat in his three years. And don't get me wrong, his first year he did get injured, and he only played I think That's ten not, games. Injuries don't, aren't wait, his wait, 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 wait. fault if they're but, not re- like. But if you calculate what he was doing, and I'm not saying that he would have done would have done this, but he did his 
projection had he played the whole season mm-hmm. would have calculated to an average of 4,500 yards since he nice. began. So yeah. in his three years, he's averaging 4,500 yards yeah. passing. When, me, when he's upright. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is fucking elite today oh, in football. Absolutely. If anybody doesn't yeah. say Joe Burrow's elite, then you don't listen to them any further yeah. in a football He's fucking unbelievable. Uh, uh, we're going to bypass Joe Mixon. We all know that he's going to be great. If he's, 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 he's playing or in jail, he's going to be awesome. If uh, ah, if he's not, he's, he's, blah, blah, blah. Fucking no, he, Chase Brown will be good. Or hey, like you said, Zeke. Or, even if Mixon yeah. is back and doesn't get suspended, he is on the tail end of his career. I watched him last year. He doesn't have that pep in his step He anymore. was fucking awesome two years ago, man. Two years ago. But yeah. last year is His rookie year, he had over 1,000 yards, too. I think around yeah, 11. But we're talking, he must be in year five now. I think it's six. Five or six. Yeah. yeah. Um, regardless, but, Chase Brown will be the second guy there, like you said. Maybe yeah. Delvin Cook or uh, Zeke. I don't think they go Cook. I don't see that being their kind of guy. But I could be 100% wrong. Uh those roster moves. There's still lots of good free agents out there too. Great. Um, well, let's I'm move good on. with the bangs, let's the bang bangs. On. They're, they're, they're looking good. Like they always do. And they uh, recently, are recently. Yes. A lot of years. Okay, so the last the three red years. Riders. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> but they definitely have a team that's going to go up against Buffalo, uh, you know, Kansas city. And man, they, like I said, they lost at a, yeah, they last lost to the best second team. field goal they against Kansas City last, last they, year. So I think that is the Super Bowl everybody would have loved if it was KC Cincinnati. Oh man, I would have had a seven foot hard on. For One that of those game. teams would have to move like that. Though. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's it's the Philly. I'd I'd rather chew on glass and watch Philly. Philly in the Super yeah. Bowl. Okay, okay. Okay, so we're done with uh, Cincy, I guess, and we're on to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, there's uh, a team with some history. I, I've i always never disliked. There's a lot of teams I dislike, and Pittsburgh's never been one of them. I like their hard nose. They've always built from defense first, hard running backs, Jerome Bettis, those kind of guys. Yeah, and so <clears throat> Le'Veon Bell. I loved Lev Bell. Antonio Brown. Oh my god! I, yeah, Antonio Brown has really trashed his own history. Oh, because, of course. And he is an A class loser now. Like he's an owner of. Uh, Did a, you see that shit? Arena football team, and he refused to pay his players and coaches, and was late. And now they've and like shut him out of fucking hotels and shit. Yeah, like he is, and he's a like, loser. Yeah, and he's like exposing himself to like uh, girl, like women I mean, that we come both over to do, do that, that all the time. But <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I expose myself daily, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, okay. But Pittsburgh, their offseason acquisitions. Well, okay. So I'm gonna start with the down points of what I think Pittsburgh fans are hyped on this acquisition, and I am so not hyped on this guy. Allen Robinson, you guys got him for nothing. Like, Pittsburgh got him for nothing. So I get it. They wanted a guy that has some talent, but I don't think Allen Robinson... Had talent. Yeah, is a good wide receiver. I don't... I I think he's a solid number three. Fourteen. Three? Yeah. And 
you're not changing your offense because now you got Allen Robinson. I hear Pittsburgh Steelers fan going, yeah, man, we got Allen Robinson. I was like, it's not Allen Robinson and? from Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, it's Allen Robinson from Chicago. Chicago, who was awful. And he didn't have a good quarterback either no. at that time. So I will give him that. But like we said, I think in another a previous podcast, he creates the least separation out of any wide receiver All in football. All receivers in yeah, football. Yeah, we're talking, crazy, we're talking fifth string wide receivers yeah. that come in. They do those stats now where they... You know, they got little things in jerseys now. They can time how fast you run, and they track you on the movement. He does have a good leap ability, though. He's He can get the ball. Can he? I, he can. Okay, so I'm not going to dwell on the negative here. I don't think Allen Robinson's the guy Pittsburgh Steelers really want. So if you want him as a number three, that's great. But don't don't hype him up. Don't get your 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 eggs in in his basket because mm-hmm. it's they're all gonna break. Mm-hmm. And the one great thing that I will talk about that happened in the last year was trading away Chase Claypool sure. for that second round pick, and that second round pick turned into the first pick in the second round, which I will lead into what they did with that, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, it is great. And the off season. In just like free agency, they got some role players. I'm not going to bang off all the boring names. There is no real superstars. They got some nice players. They lost some players. They didn't do a ton. And I think it's the right move. They're building within the draft. Now, so who did they pick at one in round two? I will get to that, Ev. Okay. You just hold your horses there, I mean, sweet I know cheeks. it. I can say Yeah. And, uh, but for free agency, they... They didn't do much. Now, in the draft, I am so balls deep in what they did in the draft. And Pittsburgh is renowned. There's a few teams in the NFL that always really draft well. And Pittsburgh's one of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've been doing it year after year. They and did pick Kenny Pickett last year in the first round. I don't mind. I think Kenny Pickett is going to turn out to be the guy. Yeah, I honestly do. I don't think he's going to be... Like a, a Joe Burrow, like you were just speaking of. But yeah. I think Kenny Pickett, he had a really bad offensive line. Of and course. Yeah. Pittsburgh's, so the number one hated guy in Pittsburgh right now is Matt Canada. I believe his name, first yeah, name's yeah, you're Matt. Right. He's an yeah, offensive he, lineman? He, offensive coordinator. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's their he OC. Play, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right, you're right. I watched because... Uh, um, I have some, uh, my girlfriend's family is all Pittsburgh and they love their Steelers. So I've watched a little more Steelers than I usually would. And I watched and I was watching with, uh, Scotty, uh, my girlfriend's brother. And he was just like, Oh, this OC is crap. Oh, and I was watching, I was like, these play calls are fucking awful. I'm like, and I, then I listened to some Pittsburgh po- podcasts and he is Public enemy number one in So Pittsburgh. they don't like him there. They hate his guts. Yeah. And it's shitty that his last name's Canada. But <laughs> but he's. I think he's got this one year he's to prove player, himself. Right? I'm not sure. But all I'm I know sure is they're there. trying to fix that O-line. And now I'm going to lead in to what they did in the draft. And what they did in the draft, I freaking love. I love. So they had... Uh, I believe it was the 14th pick, and they jumped the Jets with the Patriots 
and they took Broderick Jones. They had to do that. Offensive line big, was big, the weakest thing that they had going. And uh, on some people's boards, he was the number one yep. left tackle. Now, Paris Johnson Jr. went first in that category, but some people think that Broderick Jones is the guy. And I loved that they didn't take the homer pick that I thought they were going to in Joey Porter Jr. In the first round. In the first round. Yeah. I thought they were going to take him because of that Pittsburgh lineage and keep that player in there. And they made the smart draft. And they took a bookend left tackle. Which they need. Which they need. 100%. They want to run the ball. Yeah. They are going to try and pound the ball up the middle with Najee Harris, who I love. Who everyone, like some Pittsburgh fans were, were all over him. And I was trying to defend him because I was like, look, it's like hand the ball off. There's already a linebacker in the backfield. He's got to break a, a tackle before he reaches the line of yeah. scrimmage. And his, his, you can only do his s- yak was pretty low. Last oh, year. and it was yeah. just it was so bad. And now yeah. so they get an offensive lineman, which they're going to try and build off of. And with that Chase Claypool pick, they in they had the first pick and Joey Porter Jr., was still there. How and cool is that? It's so awesome for Pittsburgh. Yeah. They get a big like Joey Porter Jr. is like their perfect version of the player they want. A big, physical, mean corner that's gonna slap guys in the mouth. He's gonna take some penalties because he's a little handsy. He likes to grab a little bit. He had some uh penalty troubles in, in college, but he's gonna be your press. In that first five yards, when he gets his feeding feet under him and he, he really starts to feel out the speed difference from college to NFL, he's going to do great as a corner for them. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to go to my favorite pick for them. Mm. I love this pick. Love it. Like, can't stress how much I love Darnell Washington in the third oh round. Oh, my God. I, I totally forgot about I am. I'm still... Uh, Najee is going to be the man this uh, year. Uh, Darnell right? Washington is an extra offensive lineman. Yeah. His blocking, I watched him in the combine. All the tight ends were getting coached how to block and move the sled. And I'm like, how are they not doing this properly? And I'm not just talking about one. Every single one of them was getting coaching. Yeah. Darnell Washington's turn went up and he hammered that sled back. And the shock look in that coach on the sled was like, whoa, good job, Darnell. Good job. Push it. And he just like erupted. And I know humans are different than sleds, but his biggest attribute is he is an amazing blocker. But what he did at the combine, he showcased his offensive ability. He he was high point. He made the best catch of the combine. He one-handed this catch on the sideline. Fell down, keep kept both feet in the in, in the field. He looks great, and he's super pissed off. You want he, you wanted him in Dallas. I wanted so him bad. so bad. I wanted to use the second round pick, and Steelers got him in the third. We got Spoonmaker. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how he pans out. But I wanted another bust your mouth kind of guy. Yeah. Dude, and, his blocking ability is definitely oh, it shines. It's great, there, and right? he's going to be a really good safety net for Pickett. Throw it if he gets one-on-one coverage with. Uh, let, let me His just tell you the size. Unreal. Darnell Washington is six foot seven, 
like 280 something pounds. He's a fucking mammoth man. You throw the, if you're getting a blitz, throw it a little dip, a little high. He's going to out jump any anyone, linebacker anyone. In, in the NFL. Yeah. And if you're bringing a safety down, perfect. It's exactly yeah. what you want as Busty a Steelers fan. Shit. And he's probably going to take some time to develop his route running, his, his, his offensive ability, but he is going to be a plug and play tight end that is going to block the shit out of linebackers, yeah. defense alignment. He is going to be so good defensively. Goal line sets. You need a third and one, run behind him and shift him over to the left side. Broderick Jones and Darnell, they played together in college. They probably have sex together. Who knows? <laughs> but all jokes aside, like, yeah, funny, funny. Um, they also took, at 49, they took Keanu Benton. I don't know a ton about him. He's a... a tackle? Sm- yeah, he's a, he's a nose tackle. Big, mean guy. I haven't done much on him, but he, he's, he's a Pittsburgh guy. Pittsburgh's it, defense is always... It's always good. Pretty, pretty It's good, good right? They play in a super tough division. And I'm going to say something to you Pittsburgh fans that you're probably not going to like. And I'm not saying it to slag you guys. But I have a feeling this year is going to be fourth in that division. I agree. Now, if Lamar goes down, you skip a team. And you go up to third. If Kenny Pickett decides to turn into Joe Montana reborn... All right, maybe you go up to second. They did sign I, Mason Rudolph, I thought. Yeah, they took Rudolph as the backup. Again? Uh, they took Helmet Head. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't... He's Ma- all right. Mason Rudolph bugs me, man. <laughs> There's something about... Like, when when Miles Garrett smoked him in the head with that... I was actually going to talk I about was, that, about I was, Cleveland. I was... I was in shock of the whole situation. And in his I was, fucking head with yeah. the helmet. And I was like, oh, Miles Garrett, how dare you do that? Oh, you... That's so bad. And then I watched that little Mason Rudolph just yipping at him in the pile Shut and ripping up, at him. Honestly, oh, you're man. talking about professional sports right now. And I was going to talk about this about the Browns because I'm on the Browns next. But to me, the Miles Garrett smack in the head with the fucking helmet thing. It was horrible. Is one of the worst things I've ever seen in professional sports ever. Because that's, well, a, that's come a weapon. On. Hey, come on. Back, in, back in the then. 70s. The, the... Dude, he used a weapon. Dude, in the, in the, the 70s, head. the Raiders used to rip fucking guys helmets off and smash them with them and punch them in the nuts that raiders okay, was okay but that, that was back in the 70s bite, man. pull hair they do everything yeah. man but miles garrett in in the limelight it was, it was really Monday bad night football smashes yeah. him in the fucking head bad, with the helmet it that was is bad, not very good it was and a bad got, look for what, the NFL. six games or three games or i don't remember shit? what he got but he was, was super crazy he was super apologetic he still hates mason rudolph with like sure I, uh, but he says like wow did i ever act out of character and there there's not many defensive players in the nfl i would take over miles garrett yeah to well, add yeah. to my cowboys dude, he's fucking second in sacks yes last please year. like right? sign him up and he's a great character dude that just got pushed a little too hard in the wrong area <laughs> and like some of these people are like oh can you believe the nfl guys act like that you, it's fucking you, war. You, yeah, you get these guys. These guys were the guys that carried battle axes and went into, like, yeah. chopped d- other dudes' heads off in di- different generations. Yeah. Like, if these guys were around a 1,000 years ago, Miles Garrett would be at the head of an army swinging the yeah. biggest battle axe you've right. ever seen. You're absolutely right. And, and then you tell them to calm down and behave. Yeah. 
Like, what? Shut up. What are you talking yeah. about? You guys basically, and I don't want to uh, compare these guys to dogs, but like you kind of like, you get them all fired up and then you unhook the chain and then they run out there and sometimes they act too crazy. They bite somebody in the dog reference. <laughs> and you're like, oh, how dare yeah. you? We, we Should we put them down? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You've asked them to be a warrior and then in the middle of a battle you know what, to behave properly. Yeah. I was going to talk about Miles Garrett and how bad, Sue how stepping bad, on fuckers. Yeah, how bad that incident was and how I think that that should stand over Miles Garrett's name oh, as I hope a not. bad thing. But the way that you put that actually... It makes sense, it doesn't makes, it? It's it, like, it actually changed my perspective. I, I'm actually thankful that you talked about that well, because I'm, I'm glad that I was going to talk about it. Honestly, and I'm man, not going to just now like, because that actually makes a it, lot of sense. It's it's so like, like now if you get, if, if if you get Mason Rudolph poking you in the ribs and being like, oh, you suck, you suck, you yeah. suck, and then he's like, and then he then you sack him and he like slaps you, you, you just fucking poke the Lose beast it. one too many times. Yeah, yeah. And Miles, like, oh, this is way off the Pittsburgh. Topic. Whatever. It's but good you know though. what? It's good. It's good banter. And but Pittsburgh, fuck Mason Rudolph. Yeah, fuck Mason Rudolph. <laughs> fuck his stupid head. Um, <laughs> but you know what, man? I think Pittsburgh's a couple years away from really being competing back to where they were. in this conference. Yeah, there is so many top echelon teams, and I think all the best teams. It, oh, pardon me. Are in football are all from the AFC minus two, and you just it. I don't think they're ready yet, but you keep drafting like this draft and you'll be there in yeah. no time. So I, I think the best thing for the Steelers is to have a mediocre to low end season and, and have some good draft picks again and keep building. And I'm I'm not saying that they can't win the division. I just don't see it. Happening. They're not going to win that. Division. But they're yeah, going to they're they're, the bottom of the division no matter what. Well, and, for you Pittsburgh Maybe. fans, I'm I'm Pretty honestly not trying forth. to slag on Pittsburgh. And you guys may think think that. And and you you got some good wide receivers. I didn't even talk about uh, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Sleeper, dude. Fuck. Sleeper, yeah. Come fantasy he, week. He's, he's, he's gonna good, be man. Killer. And and honestly, if I think you guys have a top five coach and coaching. Hell yeah. People that are uneducated so good, about man. football, like, yeah, you have coaches. Yeah, they're yeah, they're important. There's no sport where they're more important. It, it, it It's like the thing that scares away the average fan. It is fan. the it's most important coach. It's a stop and yeah. and go sport. Yeah. Where it's, it's, it's strategic. It's, you man. have your general and your general is your head coach. He sets out a game plan, sends in an attack formation and you go off that. Mm-hmm. You have your platoon leaders, your quarterbacks, your middle linebackers, and they lead those men to war. And and that's how I look at football. And people, when I tell them that, it kind of makes them look at football differently because they're like, whoa, I never looked at football like that. Football is is literally marching down the field and taking territory away from the the defending country. Yeah, it's it's sport war. And then Blitzkrieg is throwing the Hail Mary, Roger Staubach. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's Pittsburgh. And I'm I'm gonna wrap it up and uh, go Steelers. I honestly I hope you guys do win the division. I think it would be hilarious and awesome. It's never gonna happen. Well, I wouldn't say never. Say never. If Burrow <laughs> goes down, Lamar goes down, and that's not that's far. True. That's not far from realistic. Yeah. 
And if they get Najee rolling again, that's what I was just going to ask you. And I know you wanted to move on, but Najee Harris. Oh, we haven't talked about fantasy relevant guys. We didn't do that with your Bengals either. You're right. Uh, so let, let me let, go let, on the bangs real no, quick. No, no, no. Let me bang off Pittsburgh. Okay, go ahead. Pittsburgh. Ahead. I wouldn't take Kenny Pickett unless you're going two quarterback league. Uh, Pickett, I would stay away from. Najee Harris, I would take tail end of the first, maybe back end of the of the second. What? Uh, back end of or, the or first? Or front end of the second. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. my mistake. That was yeah. just a mistaken wording. Um, their receivers. Uh, Washington, you say, is a sleeper. I, again, I would... Oh, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Sleeper. Oh, sorry. Yes. Johnson, uh, again, I would avoid... I wouldn't take him in the top Anything five. above five. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. take him in the top five rounds. Um, There really isn't much other than Najee that I would really want to invest in. If you've got a deep keeper league, I'm telling you, Darnell Washington. Yeah, I agree. If, if you keep all your, your teams... And you're doing a rookie redraft. Darnell Washington's great. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. He he's but he's gonna be very boomer bust. He's gonna get you yeah. a touchdown and 20 yards in his rookie season. Yeah. And and then the next game he's gonna Or he's a get, fucking freak. Or yeah. Or he's Kenny Pickett's guy. Yeah. Which yeah. I could see. And it would make Steelers my my pet cat in the AFC. Yeah. If Darnell Darnell Washington was my second favorite player coming out of the draft. Uh, Jameer Gibbs that went to Detroit, number one favorite. But at Darnell Washington, man, I'm so excited to watch some Steelers games and see how he progresses through agree, his career. Man. I agree. Yeah. All right, F. Uh, oh, yeah, back to the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals uh, fantasy uh, players. Obviously, Burrow should be a top four pick for quarterbacks. Four round. Oh, for quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Top four for sure. Uh if, well, well, wait, wait. What? Let's talk about that. Who's number one? Patty? Patty, sure. You think so? Or Allen? Okay, one of the two. Patty, Patty so, or Allen? Patty or Allen. And then third, Lamar? Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Hurts? Okay. Okay. And then, then Lamar, Lamar or, or Joe Burrow. I would take Burrow over Lamar. You'd take... Would you take I, I'm just wait, saying in that... In fantasy, would you take Burrow over Justin Fields? I don't think I, I would. I would actually. The reason why I like is my running quarterback. The reason yeah, exactly, and it, everyone's going to be high on the the running quarterback, and I I get it, and I do agree with you, but I'm saying on a safe note, we know these quarterbacks are all going to score over 300 points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. It, it, if yeah, they're they're but a Joe safe Burrow pick. is more of a non-running quarterback, even though he does run a little bit, nowhere near as Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson. But see, Justin Fields can lose you games because he probably put up eight points mm-hmm. or he can single-handedly win, win you games. fucking shit times, 38 yeah. points yeah where burrow's gonna be that consistent yeah, every fucking consistent game. 18 to and that's 26 my point. and that's my point and that's yeah. why i would take joe burrow over lamar do you and... take him over aaron Rodgers? <laughs> well, i would i would don't don't laugh off rogers okay rogers is getting some tools around him he and sure he does. is going to try and prove green okay. bay well, wrong let's let okay. we're talking about a player i think it's wait, exciting wait, wait. i think it's exciting aaron Rodgers yeah. is one year removed from, from being the mvp he wasn't or mvp the, uh, sorry anyone Offens- that says that offensive player of the year That's no what he, he won mvp and he was not the mvp uh, and i don't fucking care what anyone uh, says there's no fucking way tom brady was not the mvp that year uh, there's yeah. no fucking I way i'm gonna have sex with tom brady it, yeah okay <laughs> The point is, is that 
I will put. There's no way I'm putting Aaron Rodgers above Joe Burr. That's Not fine. a fucking chance. That's fine. As, I mean, this year. Okay. Like two years no, ago, ba- sure. Bang off the rest of their But players. Joe Burrow is We got Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. So first Joe round Burrow, pick. definitely top four, five. First uh, round pick. Jamar Chase, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah? sure. I, I, as much as I busted his balls earlier, he is definitely one of the best receivers in the league. He has a <laughs> super high ceiling. Yes. He is inconsistent. He's your boomer bust guy. He is inconsistent. Wins you games. Yeah, wins you games, barely. Early but if you, some games, but if you loses, have, you lost. But if, if you, you have consistent running backs, he's your guy. Yeah, but you're gonna play Jamar Chase every fucking week, and you he's gonna to. get you 40 yards and a touchdown. Wait, it depends right? who they're playing too. If you okay. do, if you do your proper research, you can you can proper research. <laughs> okay, because I'm a technical guy. <laughs> Whatever. All I'm saying is Jamar Chase it definitely is a top guy in in okay. fantasy. What about Higgins? Uh, T Higgins is. I wouldn't draft him anywhere in the top four or five yard uh rounds i might take him in the fourth okay and you know what though the only reason why i agree with you is because of how good uh tyreek hill and jalen waddle were last year man so as a tandem the next best tandem in the league i would definitely say is t higgins and jamar chase for sure i'm gonna say uh, a local pick i'm gonna say seattle Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're they're. That's in, a trio, though. They're in the mix. That's a trio. Okay. They're in the mix. Yeah. Those, the, those three teams are definitely I, I the w- best. I would take, I would take Jamar Chase and Higgins over any two that Seattle has as a single pairing. But I think their 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 wide receiver room. I would yeah. take Seattle statistically. Yeah. Well, no, I I would take Seattle's over. Yeah. Over. Because you got to because high I, I, I think uh, JSN is so much better yeah. than Tyler Boyd. But the next thing though is that you are also factoring Joe Burrow to yeah, and Joe Burrow loves his guy Chase. Yeah, yeah. and then Mixon, Joe Mixon, of course, I, I would take him in the in the second round, I, I early would, second round for sure. I if uh, he's playing, of uh, course. But that's the thing. Let's say the NFL hasn't handed out a ruling. Whatever. Didn't he beat the shit out of some lady? I don't know, something to do with Allegedly. Guns. Gun. No, guns. Guns. Guns, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, I anyway. I honestly, uh, I wouldn't. And then Ir- Irv Smith Wait, Jr. wait, wait. Irv Smith Jr. could be a good tight end. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's Joe Burrow. Uh, that's the guy that's playing tight end there. And you know, uh, Uzuma, not that he was a draftable. Uzuma. Uzuma had a couple pretty fucking crucial games for Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, uh all things aside, though, fellas, if if you're gonna listen to me, I wouldn't draft Joe Mixon with a ten foot pole. If I saw him sitting there in the tenth, I'm still passing on him. T- t- tenth pick, tenth round. I'm Fuck not, off. He's not gonna play football this year. I'm telling okay, you. If he doesn't play football, he's not gonna, clearly you're right. No, but, but like, well, if, if, he's, if he plays, obviously. So that you're worried. But I'm, picking him. I'm saying if he plays, he's not gonna. There is no way the NFL is gonna let this shit slide. Alvin Kamara Maybe. and Joe Mixon are going to get big suspensions. I think Kamara's is going to be six. I think Mixon could be the year. Okay. Because of the what I've heard, I think Mix. Or maybe not the year, but maybe he gets a matching one, uh, like a six or. And then I see Cincinnati Bengals releasing him. Sure. Saving that cap and going after Dalvin. Okay. Well, let's say or that, or Leonard Fournette. Let's say that he is playing. He's definitely going early in. Everyone's. I would take him in the third round. 
If he's playing the okay. whole season, I wouldn't okay. take him in the second. Okay. He's fallen off. It's it's a passing offense now. When they when he had his last really good year, a two year they year. were pounding the rock. Yeah. And Joe Burrow was learning his form. Yeah. All right, F. Let's start on the Cleveland Browns. Let's fucking do this. Uh Cleveland Browns, top three offensive line, arguably. Top ten or better in the defense. Uh, the Browns look better than ever, I think, this year. They have a very good team coming into this mm-hmm. season. Um, and I know we kind of pump up Cleveland every once in a while. And obviously... I don't. Well, I, I'm, Cleveland, I'm not saying we, but just like people we, in general. We look I think, at Cleveland I, Browns, and, and because they, the Cleveland Browns have been so shitty for so long... They're the so red-headed stepchild of the, the NFL for the last 20 years. Yeah, You you, you kind of want them to, to do be well. good. Tim yeah. Couch? Well, guess like, what? This year's going to be great. This year, they look better than ever, I think. And it really all boils down to the performance of... One player. One fucking player. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Watson. Deshaun... Watson. Um, Wait, before you go any further, I heard on Monday they restructured his contract, freed up an extra $12 million in their cap. I'm not sure why they would do that. Hopkins. But if they did do that for that reason, they're back-ending a fully guaranteed contract. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt, Ev. But, no, no, it's good. Um, but I hear uh, not this year, not next year, but the year after, it's like a fifty-eight million cap hit, mm-hmm. and then the next one's sixty-four. I think that these ones are like in the seventies. These well, early years. Well, because his contract's fully guaranteed. Yeah. Moving his money around really fucks your cap over oh, because yeah, yeah. it's not it's fully guaranteed, so it has to hit the cap space. Now, if you don't know how cap space works, when when it's not fully guaranteed, you can kind of like move it around, or you can give it into. Uh, a signing bonus, which is cash, and it goes immediately. But with a fully guaranteed contract, is like the team has to put all that money into a savings account, basically, <laughs> and yeah. says, X year this comes out, yeah. next year this yeah. comes out. They know. But they moved this and next year's money to the back end of his yeah. five-year deal? I think it's five-year, yeah. Five or ten? Whatever. Five, whatever it was. Massive deal. It's ridiculous, and yeah. They 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 can't take a sixty million dollar cap hit, nope. no matter what year it is. And these ones, these next three years are ridiculous on the cap hit. But yes, you that go on. being Sorry said, to Deshaun Watson, if he returns to his former self, like twenty twenty in uh, Houston, yeah, they are gonna look very good. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to be as good as then because back then he was fucking awesome. 4,800 yeah. yards in his last year with Houston. And what was his wide receiver in Houston that year? Oh, I can't remember his name. It's something DeHop. Hopkins. DeHop, I think it is. DeHop. Just saying. DeHop yeah. Hopkins. Yeah. But uh, gone are the days of Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield, and Joke- uh, Jacoby Brissett. Watson is going to take over this team. And if he doesn't, they are going to burn in hell. Yeah. Where they belong. Yeah. Uh, with the loss of Jacoby Brissett, now that he's... I wouldn't say that's a loss. I'd say moving on from Okay, Jacoby yeah. no, I'm Brissett. just saying. Like, they don't yeah. have a second quarterback. They have Watson and some rookie quarterback. But moving on from Jacoby Brissett, who's now a, a Washington commander. Washington commander. Yeah. Uh, they also lose Jadavian Clowney to free agency. Who's Un- still a free unsigned. agent? Unsigned, yeah. They're not gonna I wouldn't sign. say again, I wouldn't say a loss. They're not gonna they're not gonna sign him. 
no, no matter what. He's going to sign again a one-year deal with some team that's going to sure, make a playoff. But play. he's not going to be there anymore. But they sign uh, defensive tackle Delvin Tomlinson and Zadarius Smith from the Vikings. Solid. No, didn't sign Zadarius. Traded for him. Sorry, sorry, that's what I meant. And yeah, they traded. And let's talk about the trade with Zadarius yeah, Smith. So, I made a mistake last episode. Yeah, I said a six and a seventh for him. But it was fresh. We, it was fresh. We just I, learned about it. I swear I read that report wrong and I couldn't find it again to reread. But it was two fifths for a six and a seventh. And Zadarius. Yeah. So basically still a salary cap dump. Yeah. Yeah, they get two fifths for Zadarius, but they also gave up a six and a seven. So they moved up two rounds in one round and gave their best defensive player away. Exactly. And he was, I think, in the top, he was in the top five or so in sacks last year. Was he really? He 10 or 11 sacks. Was he so really? So to wow. partner that up, so they got... Uh, Delvin Tomlinson, again, like I said, from Minnesota as a signing and uh, trading for Zadarius Smith to partner up with Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh, Garrett being second in the league. Rushing from either side. It's nuts. So on both sides of the field, they're going to have two monsters. Yeah. Guaranteed a top three sack. And Tomlinson in the middle. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It's nuts. They're going to be a top three sack team. They have have a good secondary too. They got, don't they have they have. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get oh, there. Oh, sorry, yeah. my man. And we're actually going to go there right now. But uh, in the middle of their field, they have linebacker. This is hard to say. Jeremiah Owusu Koromora. Fuck! I nailed that first yes, shot. Yes, did. Uh, definitely one of the best hybrid linebackers in the league. He's not like Micah Parsons, who plays linebacker and defensive Don't end. Him to Micah. I'm not. I, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying he's a very good hybrid linebacker who plays uh blitz and cover he is a safety a slot corner a linebacker he's gonna definitely help out the backfield with uh denzel ward who's a very good cornerback and greg newsom jr and greg newsom jr or Or the third the third yeah yeah so that's a great and grant delpick yeah, dude. As a safety? Yeah. Sorry if I'm jumping your No, no, no. It's so good. Avoid. It's good. You're, you're contributing. That's a really good defense, so, man. So, Koromora, Denzel Ward, and Greg Newsom. this is a great trio for that backfield, the secondary there. Obviously, this defense is... Elite. Fucking awesome, elite. man. It's, it's elite. very, very good. Top seven, oh, for sure. It, it is a top ten defense, for sure. Like you said, top seven. Yeah. Uh, they are definitely fucking awesome. Offensive line, like I said earlier, is I as of right now, it's rated as the second best offensive line in yeah. football. So expect Nick Chubb to be a fucking a monster. I'm, I'm this surprised year. they haven't got a pairing yet in free agency with Chubb. True, but letting go of Kareem Hunt to hey, free agency. Don't you think they, they haven't even signed him I know yet. Kareem doesn't want to come back to Cleveland because sure. he wants to try and be the number one guy somewhere. But he's but, not a number one running back. But there's Chubb, no team in the NFL that would you, put you, Cream you, on you, as the you, number one guy. No. Not, well, not a chance. Unless their main guy goes down. Well, I could see Minnesota doing it after they release. Maybe. Release. Uh, maybe. Cook, but they, maybe? they have Madison there and he's yeah, quite sure. decent. Um, Really, quite this decent. offense is really based on Deshaun Watson's success. Um, he literally has to be good, or this team is completely fucked. Yeah, they they invested so much into this guy. Is that trade over now? 
What trade? The Deshaun Watson. They gave trade. up three first round draft picks for Was him. it. No, they swapped. Didn't they? Well, they swapped swap one, one and then gave the next no, two. No, no, because Cleveland didn't even have a first round draft pick. This, this yeah, that that was it. That was one of them. Is is that both of them? It it goes for years. Oh, <laughs> it goes for fucking years. They gave up everything for Deshaun Watson, and like I said, like Deshaun but that Watson. Could be it. Was phenomenal in in 2020, and again, I, I I can't emphasize this more. People like us or football fans forget about how good players were at one given point. Like I said, Absolutely. Joe Burrow, almost six thousand yards and sixty touchdowns as a senior in fo- uh, college football. People forget about that shit. The guy yeah. is fucking elite. Well, like elite. I, I remember like when Watts, top three elite Watson in that twenty twenty season was unbelievable. What people had him like, and that was, um, that was a good quarterback year, and a lot of people were putting him at the back end of top five in the league. And we're talking Brady. We're talking Rogers. The only reason still, why he didn't Manning, succeed is because Manning, of uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, maybe. Like well, Houston got crushed by the the Patriots. And that's the only reason why Deshaun Watson isn't more well, elite. Yeah, Bill O'Brien crushed him in. Bill O'Brien definitely crushed that team yeah. uh as a manager and it didn't v- do very good. So Nick Chubb obviously is going to be fantastic this Absolutely. year. Uh should be arguably fuck, he was top. He was the best running back in the first 8 to I 10 think, yeah. weeks in football last yeah. year. And like he was killing it fantasy wise. Yeah, man. Then you got Armari Cooper, who is coming into his later years. He's been in the league for quite some time. He was amazing in his first year. Great with Dallas. Comes to Cleveland. He is was very good oh. last year. Then I trade for him, and then he starts shitting the bed. Of course, last year. But they got Amari Cooper. Uh, DPJ Donovan Peoples Jones. May I? May very I interject good real deep quick? Threat. I love, as a Cowboys fan, I loved Amari Cooper. And I think the Cowboys so good jumped Cowboys. the gun with... It's too they, expensive. They, they were terrified of that contract. But you look at the contracts that followed. Amari Cooper is on a five-year, $100 million yeah. contract. 20 million a year. A year. Yeah. yeah. Amari Cooper goes to Cleveland. And Amari Cooper is exactly what I like. Quiet guy. Doesn't need to be like Goes up slamming the down the ball, screaming on the sidelines that he wants quiet. the ball. Yeah, he's he's an alpha that's quiet. Yeah, and he's he, not your he's OBJ so type of. Player. Well, yeah, they wanted yeah. CD to take over in Dallas, but you you trade Amari for a fifth. Yeah, that was such a fucking a burn. Fifth, I was such just like, I I I love the Cowboys brass, but like what? Come on, man. It was a like, horrible what? trade, but it was a it was fifth? a dump. It was they a knew, dump, they but knew, give me They knew he something. was going to get... He was going to cost three, so much three money. Three years prior, you yeah. give a first for yes, him. Yes, that's not... That's, uh, I love that you bring it back to that. Three oh. years ago, you give him, you give up a first to get him, which is nuts to the Raiders, yeah. right? Well, but he had, he had a case of the drops. And the, for the Raiders, yes, he was a drop But he was machine. good in his last the year. The moment he got to Dallas... He was Dak's guy. He was catching yeah, he was fucking so everything. Good. And I think it's because he's quiet. Everybody thinks like, oh, he's not trying. He's not good. Yeah. He's not. He's not putting in the effort. He's so good. Amari battles through injuries and he just goes about the thing yeah. and he plays chess in the locker room. Yeah. I love him. I want to play chess against Amari Cooper. 
Okay, so uh, Cleveland signs or trades. I can't remember what the fuck it was. They signed Elijah Moore from the Jets, who was awesome in his rookie year coming into the last weeks of the season. Everyone uh, was super high on Elijah Moore last year coming uh, coming into the season. But uh, they signed Elijah Moore. They have uh, Peoples-Jones and and uh, uh, Cooper. Like, the, the trio here actually is pretty fucking good for uh, a receiver court in Cleveland. Like, I can't emphasize how, like, Cleveland looks fucking good, man. They really, really do. This offense is but very again, good. Like the exact way you start mm-hmm. the podcast or the the podcast part on Cleveland is how the season rests in Deshaun Watson. Only literally, like, it's that it's defense literally based I, on I, one player. I think that defense. Is is kind of gonna? I I don't mean to dwell on the Cowboys, but it's kind of like that situation mm-hmm. where, as long as Deshaun doesn't turn the ball over like Dak, if those defenses are gonna hold them in mm-hmm. games, like the defense is so, so I, I think fucking good. Cleveland and the Cowboys are so similar in my eyes, and, and the only three. Cleveland and Dallas. Okay, yeah, yeah. As long as defensively, yeah, yeah. If Cleveland gets Hopkins, then I see them as a as a, a almost mirror image. Good but like, offensive what do you do? line, like, good okay. defense. Like I said, you got, run the ball. You with got a good, Cooper. You got Cooper. But you need a second receiver. You can't just have Coop. You got Ninjoku. You got Elijah Moore, dude. He's Elijah he's Moore's third year, and yeah. he's good. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, like he was a he was a first round draft pick three years ago. Coming into his second year, everyone was high on him. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't perform very You're well right. because of the quarterbacking in New York yeah, last year. The Jets no. did not look good. Fuck and, the Jets. and and uh what's his name? Zach Wilson. Garrett Garrett Oh he's Wilson so or what's his yeah, name? Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, so Garrett Wilson so wasn't good. Everyone again is really high on Garrett Wilson. You don't think he's good? I think he's good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I think man. he's good. That guy, but they're basing it on the last three or four games I disagree. of the season. You watch him with with Zach Wilson. Or the last quarter of the he season. He wanted to stomp off the field and choke out Zach Wilson because he was because Zach Wilson is so terrible. Yeah. You hear what he said in the locker room, and when you have a quarterback room that's in descent, that's terrible. He said, "I love Joe Flacco." Joe Flacco is like 48 years old. He's a million years and, old, yeah. And doesn't care what happens in, yeah. in the he's game. There he's, money. he's there for a paycheck now. Yeah, he's made, but with Joe and Garrett, yeah. they had a connection. And Joe saw that talent. Yeah. And if you watch the games, because I happened to be watching last week uh, a Jets game mm-hmm. on the NFL Network that was a replay. And Joe and Garrett. Wait, ha- it was a replay? Yeah, it was a good game that came. It didn't just happen live? Oh, and I meant to bring it up in this podcast. It's what <laughs> fucked over Cleveland. Remember Cleveland had like a 21-point lead over the Jets in week two. And the Jets, or was it vice versa? God damn it. I can't remember. <laughs> it was one of those two teams just imploded. Mm-hmm. And... I'm pretty sure the Jets came back to beat Cleveland and it just like wiped the floor with them. And Joe and Garrett Wilson, they they were just like Joe throw the one thing I've heard about Joe Flacco and Eli Manning is they don't look like 
they throw like a, a zip ball or mm-hmm. a, a great accuracy ball. But what I've heard is, and I'm not a quarterback, so I don't relate to You're this, not? But, but I understand it, is they, Eli Manning, they said he throws a super catchable ball. Yeah. The way it comes into the receiver, the way it You're arcs like right down. right into your helmet and, and, when you and, catch and it on your head. It, it's one thing And you that, win a Super Bowl because yeah. of that bullshit. <laughs> Very fucking Fuck catchable great. bullshit. Uh, yeah. Fuck off. Okay, let's just move on. Okay, um, well, hey, finish it with, I, I, with the fantasy relevance. I, 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 no, I'm not even close to that yet. But oh. I, I do really do like the receiver core here. Like, Elijah Moore looks very good, I think, as a good acquisition for this receiver core. Uh, the team is, like I said, or we have said numerous times, Deshaun Watson is going to be the deciding point for this team. Yes. Regardless of what anyone thinks about him, he was fantastic in 2020 which was his last full season in the league he had 4800 yards 33 touchdowns seven interceptions the guy's fucking incredible that is elite in today's football if he performs well which i believe he should he should be a top five or top 10 quarterback this year uh coming however however his critics might argue his performance has been an inconsistent massage parlor's Yelp review. But let's be <laughs> real. The man's brought more fire and tension to Cleveland than a hot stone massage. And no matter how many knots they've t- tried to tie him up in, he's shown a remarkable talent for wriggling that's, out of a tight spot like true. a well-oiled athlete. Oil him up. Oil him up, he'll be grabbing women in no time. With a career full of twists and turns as a Thai massage, we'll just have to wait and see if Cleveland ends up being the ultimate happy ending this guy's looking for. Yeah, One yeah. thing's for sure, though, if the Browns manage to wrangle themselves with Super Bowl under his leadership, it's going to feel like one heck of a full-body massage for the dog pound. And you know what? I, I, love, I love your little spiel there. I really do. And I agree with you 100%. And I think if Cleveland even has a deep playoff run this year on the arm of, of, of Watkins, Watson, Watson, whatever, grabby grab. <laughs> if grabby grab leads them to a deep playoff run, they've won. There is no wrong trade value. If they get to the playoffs with him, no, I would say. No way. Baker Mayfield was making them to the playoffs. Once, yes. But they weren't winning. If you win, if you make it, let's say they knock out Kansas City. If they knock out one of the top echelon guys, there is no wrong price tag for your quarterback. You're right. Like anybody that says, oh, they paid too much. They paid too much if they lose. True. If you win, there's no wrong price tag. Look at at the Rams right now. Yeah. The Rams gave up XYZ Alpha. But they spent a fucking shit ton of money for everything. And they won. And they won. Yeah. Then who gives a shit? You're right. You're right. I don't want to just stay relevant. Yeah. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. It's like, it's one thing to go eight, nine or nine and eight constantly and be relevant and get your seven primetime games a year. Or 12 and six. Go all in and win. Yeah. And like, I know that's the new generation of thinking. The Watson trade 
emphasizes it. Like, if that trade pans out, then then they've won. Yeah. There's no... It's as simple as that. And they have a defense that's built right now to win. already established that. Their defense is amazing. If their they get, offense is amazing. Well, and it, let's slow down on amazing. Their offensive line is the top yeah, two best it. lines yeah, in yeah, football. Yeah. It's like you started with top three, now top two. I never said three. One. I said two. And the who's number one? Is Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah. yeah. So arguably the top, let's just say arguably the top three. Best offensive All right, all right. Okay, Okay. give me the fantasy-relevant players. Nick Chubb, by far, deep first, early second for sure. Definitely. Uh, Oh, if if he's sitting there, I'd draft 10th overall. If if Nick Chubb's there at 10, he's not making it by me. Yeah. No way. Every year. Yeah. I I know this, like, little nerdy kid who's super good at fantasy football. And he's like... Is it me? But no. <laughs> he drafts Nick Chubb for the last oh, I remember three, that guy. three years we in a row. Yeah. league together. It, yeah. it doesn't matter where he drafts in the first round. Yeah. If it's first overall, he takes Chubb fifth every year. or That's seventh, right. he's taking Chubb. And Chubb, when I looked at it at the end of last year, I was like, man, that's not a bad pick. It's not. Chubb never fails you. Never. He always gets you and 10 this points. Year, this is the first year in the last three years where he really owns this backfield by himself. So if he's healthy, this which guy is, is going to be a fucking which is, killer. Which is scary for, for Chubb keeper leagues. Because this is if where they have him. No. If, if you have Chubb as your keeper. No way. They are going yeah. to run him into the ground this year. Well, and then yeah, yeah. At, if you if, but if Deshaun you're not Watson's wait, 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 a wait, running wait. quarterback, man. Yeah, I know. They and they don't run, they don't what happened when right? Deshaun Watson came into play for Chubb? Chubb's points skyrocket or not skyrocket, plummeted. Yes. Plummeted. It's yeah. because they wanted uh, Watson to throw, throw, yeah, throw, yeah. throw, throw. He wasn't throwing. They, but they were running. a grounded pound team yeah. with uh, Jacoby yeah. and with, with. I love Jacoby Brissett. I hate that big. Fuck. I'm not saying. Anyways, continue on with the fantasy route, guys. Okay, yeah. Let's so, go. So Chubb, obviously, and then Amari Cooper is definitely a a, a top three rounds? round three or three, three maybe. Yeah, yeah. sure. He's definitely their. If Hopkins goes there, I don't take him in the third. You are correct. Um, I take him fourth or fifth. If Hopkins go there, like you that you're predicting, yeah, like I would say that the two of them are going to eat each other. Yeah, they're going to share the share. But they could could they be a Jalen Waddle Tyreek Hill? Not comparing the two of them. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Like could they could they open each other up? Yeah, but it (laughs) sounds great. It does sound great. (laughs) You would say that. Um, And then Deshaun Watson as a sleeper quarterback pick. Are you going to pick Deshaun Watson as your uh, 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 quarterback one? No, but and I don't think anyone is going to. But he's going to be a deep pick, and he's definitely your second quarterback. And if I disagree, is, I disagree. Oh my I, god, he could be monstrous. If if, if I you. haven't drafted my quarterback, and everybody has taken their quarterback, are you going to take him over Kirk Cousins? A hundred and fifty thousand percent. Okay. If I like everybody's it. taking I like their that. quarterback. I am I'm notorious for taking the last quarterback off the board. But nowadays, I like, I like to draft everything and then. When everybody has already taken their quarterback and 
Dak sitting there, Kirk Cousins sitting there. If Watson is sitting there, I will wet myself. Okay, but instantly, like, I, I agree. All over but my like, in my crotch. The past two or three years, the elite quarterbacks are the ones that are winning your league. Yeah, they really are. So you really like taking Mahomes in the second round. Is actually a good play yeah. nowadays in fantasy football. You, you, do you remember, it really is. Well, remember the like you, even a hey, first round pick for le- leading into my team that I'm about to discuss. There was a year. What was it? Two years ago. Yeah, where Lamar Jackson Wasn't went even drafted. First, no, went in the first round. Oh, you're right. You're right. After you're his right. MVP season. Well, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. scoring thirty six. Average. Yeah, the year he was. If yeah. you had Lamar and you a decent won. team, yeah. If you had a, a, a not a boomer bust, that's what group I'm saying. Though players. Lamar Jackson in the year of his MVP was undrafted in most cases. Was the best fantasy quarterback people I've ever picked seen. him up on waivers for fuck's sakes. He, and was, he literally was averaging everything. thirty points yeah. a game. Thirty six. I think was the Holmes and Lamar. Which I've seen. I'm not even joking. <laughs> but then, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, what's the, if it's not a I'm keeper? I'm saying, yeah. I was in leagues that year where guys had Mahomes and Lamar. Okay, let's get on to Baltimore. Up your, uh, anybody else fantasy relevant? Ninjoku? No, fuck no. I think so. If it, you're the last person to draft a tight end and he's there at 10? I don't know. I think I would fish for something different. Maybe really? a, one of the rookie guys, I, would, yeah. I think I would take over him. Yeah. But let's move on to uh, the Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore which Ravens. is a very exciting team. This is awesome. Yeah. Let's move into Baltimore. Lamar, the boy. So I'll start with Baltimore. And again, so there's, like I talked about with Pittsburgh, Baltimore is one of the five teams, I think, drafts the best in the NFL. Last year, they took... One of my pet cats, they took a center, Tyler Linderbaum, last year. Ah. Which I how I was so butthurt when the Cowboys selected the left tackle over Linderbaum because I was just like, Cowboys need a center. After Travis Frederick went down with uh, Gillian Barrar's disease, we've never really filled that hole. And he was just sitting there. And Baltimore... Baltimore doesn't move up or down in drafts. They sit there and they select the the absolute best player available. And they do it year after year after year. And they build great teams from the lines out. They did make one trade a couple years ago. Well, they do. Like, don't get me wrong. They do not trade on drafting. They moved to 31st and picked Lamar fucking Jackson. Yes, I remember that. Seattle, but I think it was. But, if but. you want to talk about good offensive lines, another good offensive line. They got Linderbaum in the middle. They got Ronnie Stanley, left tackle, killer, well-known name. If you're if you're He's a killer, if you're a knowledgeable football fan, will know most of the good left tackles in football. They're the, the if most you're, if important you're the, player on the field, pretty much. Well, other, other than, than a quarterback. quarterback, but left tackles. The movie Blindside. It, it's about that. LT came around the backside of the Washington Redskins and the offensive lineman couldn't pick up his blitz and he ripped Joe Theismann the leg into pieces. After that, it changed everything. That left tackle position 
which it doesn't always work with uh, left-handed quarterbacks like Tua. Of course. So Tua's uh, he needs a right. Tackle. He needs a right tackle. Yeah. So you need the blind side. So your quarterback does. So uh, so the- so picture a quarterback. He huts the ball on a quick slant play. He does like a three to five step drop. Bing bing bing, throw wherever his back now, is facing. If it's a regular passing play where he needs more time that left tackle or to his case right tackle protects you from because your quarterback's shoulder is facing forward so he has his back to the left side that blind spot is so important to have protected and if you can't protect that there's bad quarterbacks they say don't have an internal clock Good quarterbacks do. Like, if you watch Mahomes, Mahomes is the perfect example. No, Tom of, Brady is the best fuck example. Fuck off. Look at his release. Yes, it's I like know. Listen, just second. listen. I'm talking about players that are still relevant. You can take Tom Brady to the grave. Patty Mahomes has this internal clock where if his left tackle gets beat, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't look behind him. He knows. It's like the clock ticks over. It's hit zero. Time to run. Move. He's running right. And he's so good at it. Yeah. Bad quarterbacks just don't have that internal clock. And you can't always have it. It's not like if, if you blitz around the corner and you beat your guy right off the bat and you sack the quarterback, that's not a bad internal clock. Right. It's just if it's a regular thing that you're seeing. But I'm getting a little off basis. I just wanted to talk about how good – Cleveland is building their lines out. They got Morgan. Wait, Mo- Wait Morgan Moses. Oh, did I say Cleveland? What an idiot. It's Baltimore. Baltimore's offensive line. Linderbaum in the middle. Love him. Yeah, he's great. Ronnie Stanley, left tackle. Love him. Morgan Moses, right tackle. Love him. So you've built. Your guards are a little weak. You got. They're good. They're okay. Yeah. But when you. It's basically like, imagine uh, a sandwich. You got good bread, but shitty meat. Sandwich is still going to be okay. You know what I mean? You I would, know what I mean, though? I would switch that around. No, I wouldn't. The, I would say meat was shitty bread. But you can't have uh, one good. The meat is in the middle. Just because you got good meat. If you got, if you got fucking wonder bread on the outside, that thing's going to fucking ugh, in your mouth. You gotta have good bread, okay sandwich, and that's your guards. <laughs> now, who's your fantasy relevant player? <laughs> but to get on with, so I know I'm talking about their offensive line, and we've been jabbering on this is gonna be a long episode. I I know that it's good, it's good. But I love this episode. I think it's got the most comedy and the most uh, funness. And me and Evan are just still hitting our rhythm, and I love. Our podcast, we're getting quite, we're getting quite the following, and I love you guys reaching out to us and saying your pieces, whether good or bad. I love all your feedback. Bring on the bad. Yeah, I love it. We're working on it, right? Okay, enough with Baltimore's offensive line. It's good. I think they're going to run the ball well again this year, because I think Dobbins is fully healthy again, and. I think he's super shadowed by his injury and never really came back to fruition after last year. Last year, like I had high hopes on him 
never really panned out, but he was still like, when you suffer a big knee injury like he did, he doesn't, you, you need time. You don't rush those guys back. Running backs, that's all they use is knees and ankles. Mm-hmm. And if you can't shift on them properly, you're not going to pan out. So I think the running game's really going to come back into play. And having Lamar back for the full year and he's got his new contract and he's happy, blah, blah, blah. They added some offensive tools in that wide receiving core. So last year they traded away their number one wide receiver that pissed off Lamar. They traded away Hollywood Brown. They got a third air in recipient to kind of fill that hole, I guess. But what they did was they got Rashad Bateman, who's they solid. They drafted him last year. Yes. He's and good. He's, he's solid. He's, yeah. a, he's a number two or number three wide receiver. Yeah. And they've got arguably the second best tight end in football. And Mark Andrews, who I love guys like Mark Andrews. He blocks. He uh, Cowboys reference. He He's reminds fantastic. me of uh, a poor man's version of Jason Witten. Except he got fucking 1,400 yards or whatever the hell. Yeah, he... Two years ago. Well, Jason... Yeah, okay. But they've got a really good tight end. And now their receiving core is... Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. OBJ. Yeah. That's a, that's a good off off-season acquisition i think he's gonna be he's gonna be solid again a number two they got devin duvernay nelson aguilar aguilar and yes and all of these guys could be solid number twos or threes but they will work with each other absolutely so so they have a pretty good core right there and with their first overall pick, their first pick, they take Zay Flowers, an absolute burner. Devin loved this guy. Devin. Just call me Devin? Okay, I love Zay Flowers, and my name is not Devin, but Zay Flowers is definitely going to be the WR1 there. No, we're taking that out. Fuck you. My name is Devin from now on, and <laughs> Zay Flowers is going to be the guy there. So partner up him yeah. with OBJ and yeah. Rashad Bateman. That offense is ready to roll. It it's, is. It's ready to compete in that division. And the defense last year, they gave away. Call me Devin from now on. All right, Devin. And the defense, they traded for, I would say, the second best middle linebacker in football. They got Roquan Smith Ugh, from the Chicago, Chicago. Bears. Yep. And the defense is solid. They're, there's like, they're always solid. Yeah. They've got um, Roquan. They got Patrick Queen, who's a good another good First linebacker. Draft pick two yep. years ago. But they also declined the fifth year option on Queen. Okay. Which well, is interesting. He hasn't performed that well. Yes. And he was hurt, I and, think, in his rookie year and his second and year. And they've got one of my favorite names in all of football on corner, Rock Yosin. Oh, booyah. <laughs> and they've got. I would say a top five corner in Marlon Humphreys. Yeah, Marlon Humphreys is great. They got Kyle Hamilton, great safety, injury prone a little bit, but the defense is solid. Always and, is, and, like I said. And again, all Baltimore does is play Baltimore football. And they've got the same head coach, just like Pittsburgh forever. Harbaugh. Harbaugh, and who's won a championship, same with Pittsburgh. 
that division has some championships under its belt. Mm-hmm. This division. And I think Baltimore could win this division. I don't see it happening. Unless if, injuries, of course. Well, if Lamar goes back to MVP status, there's there's no cap. Of course. And not gonna happen. If but... fantasy wise, if Lamar goes back to what he was, if you took him first overall in the first round, you're a winner. <laughs> you are That's never gonna happen, but, but it, it, he went after that year, like we already discussed in this podcast. If you took him fifth overall and he repeats, that's a steal. Yeah. It's a steal. Yeah. He you you get a quarterback that averages 30 plus points, but you, it, you can't great. beat it. It's great. So with Baltimore, their draft picks were Zay Flowers, which we already discussed in the first round. They didn't have another pick till the third round. Great. And they took Trenton Simpson, linebacker, Clemson. A nice all-around backer. Like sure. he, 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 he's solid. Nothing special. Then they had a fourth round. They took another linebacker. Classic Baltimore. Just mm. taking the best available players. Baltimore, I can't stress enough how well they draft. They didn't have a ton of picks this year, but they just take picks after picks after picks of good players. To fill spots. Yes. And now I'm going to get on to, I say... If you guys come back and listen to this podcast two or three years from now, (laughs) I get to check off this box. Seventh round pick, Andrew Voorhees. Just just like the killer in the Jason movies, Jason Voorhees. Andrew Voorhees. So, fun fact about him. I had a third round grade on him, and so did a lot of people. He is an interior guard that had a really high draft draft ceiling, uh, third round, maybe fourth round. He blew his ACL out at the combine. At the combine? At the combine. Wow. So he blows his ACL out, needs surgery. To show this kid's character, I just want you, to guy, you guys to put this into perspective. He goes home that day, sees the doctor, Gets his knee taped up. Next day, comes in, does the bench press. Wit on crutches, comes in, does the bench press at the combine. Killer. Records the highest bench press out of any offensive lineman in the draft. Killer. That's a kid dedicated. that is focused. Yeah, dedicated. He doesn't give a fuck that he just blew out his knee. I am here to play football. Yeah. I'm ready to give everything. Now, how he slips to the seventh round blows my mind. Are you telling me? Because. No, because you blow out your ACL. You need a year recovery. A team's not willing to roster you. Yeah. Baltimore says they didn't have a seventh round pick. They traded in. Wow, that's back in to get him. Yeah. And I hope this kid turns out to be the best guard in football. Yeah, cool. And Voorhees, honestly, guys, I had such a pet cat feeling for him. I wanted him as a cowboy. I was like fifth, sixth round, Mm -hmm. take him. Like, let's just roster him, put him on the practice squad, let his knee get better. But I guess no team decided that they wanted to take a one-year flyer on a 
an interior lineman that could turn out to be great. Yeah. But Baltimore's done with me. I'm just kind of panning over it. Now, fantasy relevant. We'll start with Lamar. Obviously. You take Lamar in the second round. That's what I say. That's too early. Uh, For me, I take him number one quarterback off the board. Shut up. For me, I take it with this wide receiver core, running group, and a healthy offensive line. I think Lamar is going to have an amazing season okay, this year. I, I like that, but like I, I'm not going to disagree. Like you can, and that's fair. No, I I do disagree. I just I, I get it. I I hear you, but second round is very early. I do. For a I agree. And I never do that. And if I'm it's, saying if it's going to be second round. I'm going to take Allen or Mahomes, of course, but definitely not Lamar. All right. I think that, Lamar that, fifth. I I take Lamar as my number one quarterback. Okay. That's my ranking. That's and and high ceiling. It's very high ceiling. Yeah. Um, the running backs. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is going to be third. great this third year. Third round. Man. Third round. He's going to be a fucking steal. I Edwards. Think. Eighth, way deep. Eighth. Yeah. Way deep. Wide receivers. I don't take I don't I don't take any of them before the, the fifth. And then Mark Andrews, second or third. Yeah. He's definitely he's number he's four two tight ends. Two? 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 Four. Two, I think. Two, two, two. I think George Kittle is gonna be better than Ooh, him. Ooh, I like it. I really do. I like and Kelsey's it. gonna get injured, so Okay, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is probably going to end up being our longest podcast yet, but it's my favorite. Possibly is. It's my Who favorite. Who knows? Who knows? I've come out of my shell a little bit, tried to add a little more humor into that, this <laughs> podcast. And I, I feel like me and Evan are just only excelling. And I hope you guys love our podcast because uh, we love doing it. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. See you later, homeboy. We are Bushly. I think of me and Shelly See she's my type of hype And I can't stand when brothers tell me That I should quit chasing And look for something better But the smile that she shows Makes me a go-getter I haven't gone as far as asking If I could get with her I just play love by ear And hope she gets the picture I'm shooting for her heart Got my finger on the trigger She can be my broad And I can be her nigga But all I can do is stay up Back as kids we used to kiss When we 
sophisticated, highly educated, not at all overrated. I think I need a prayer to get in a book, and it looks rather dry. I guess a twinkle in her eye is just a twinkle in her eye. Although she's crazy stepping, I'll try and stop the stride, cause I won't have no more of this passive vibe. And I must voice my opinion and be pretending she didn't have me. Strung like a chicken, chased my tail like a doggy. She was kind of like a star, thinking I was like a fan. Dude, she looked good. Downside, she had a man. He was a Rudy, too. A nigga poop. She told me soon your little birdie's gonna fly the coop. She was a flake like corn, and I was born not to understand. By letting her pass, I have proved to be a better man. Wasn't such a wimp Cause then I would let you know That I love you so And if I was your man Then I would be true The only lion I would do Is in the bed with you Sometimes it's him Is the one who loves you dearly Cause he has loved me tender But the latter came back Three days later Returned to sender Damn She came so fast 